Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. I am your host, Danielle Desir, and I am recording live from Shanghai. This is our first trip to China. And if you're wondering who I'm with here, you guys should know by now because we've been recording a couple episodes together when we travel. Uh, this is Kyle, my boot thing, my love. Say hi, babe. Hi, babe. <laughs> Yes, so we are actually heading out tomorrow back to the States. Our, we have actually a really long journey back home, but before we do that, we wanted to hop on the mic real quick and really just share uh, things that we've learned from our trip to China and how you can plan your trip and some of the highlights in our favorite experiences so far. So let's talk a little bit about actually like how we got this deal to actually make this trip possible. So I found this uh, 10-day trip uh, with UTO Vacations actually last uh, last Black Friday. And uh, I booked this trip, I think it's Black, maybe a little bit after Black Friday, but I booked this trip and it included uh, 10 days in China, including round trip flights from New York City and hotels and breakfast and a bunch of tours and all these things included for $300. It was actually $299. And I surprised Kyle for Christmas. <laughs> and this was his Christmas gift last year. So, babe, what were your thoughts about, like, just, uh, you know, this trip to China, um, thinking about it for the last year? Well, you have to put it in, like, you have to kind of tell the story, though. Like, before she notified me about the trip, she asked me, if I would like to go to China, like, like if I would be interested in going to China one day. And I was honestly, I was like, uh, no, it's like on the low part of my list of places I would ever want to see, especially being me. Like I've never, uh, flew internationally before, you know? So I didn't really, like I had no interest in China at all. So this year has been like a roller coaster of just kind of like, Oh, I'm kind of dreading this trip. If I'm honest, like, I just don't feel like going like the flights long time change and then it doesn't it doesn't help that like people that we talked to didn't really have pleasant things to say about it but being here now it kind of like we kind of like proved those people wrong yeah for sure like it's funny because even for me i I booked this trip to China because I was like, you guys know I'm a financial savvy traveler, $300 round trip with all this stuff included. I was like, what? This is crazy. I spend more money going from New York City to a, to LA or San Francisco or anywhere else in the States. So this, the pricing wise was like pretty incredible. Now, however, be warned that this price, <laughs> although cheap, it comes with, it it comes comes with, with the fact that you're going to be on a tour. We were lucky enough to be on a tour with a group of people that were just fantastic. fantastic. Everybody was amazing. From all over the country. I didn't, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. There were people that were like grinding my gears because they're like, they're a little <laughs> slow, you know, a little, a little late. late, but everybody was kind and they, they all had the, 
they all had the same interest we had, and that's just having a good time on the trip. Um, but also, just prepare to be spending money while you're out here as well, because although it's a, a cheap trip, you know, they take you to places that... To spend money. To spend money. To spend money. Yeah, yes, yes. And if you guys are interested in learning more about the tour company that we actually uh, came chatting with and you want to hear more about the, you know, all the details of our trip, let us know. Hit us up on social media. I'm at the thought card and let me know that you would like to hear more about it because we could just, we could literally do a whole podcast episode on just uh just the company that we came out here with. So, so yeah, so definitely it was it was really hard this past year because we really were mentally struggling with the idea of coming out here. We would ask a lot of people their thoughts on uh who've been here to China and like like Kyle said, the the things that they said weren't really, <laughs> you know, weren't really attractive. Yeah, um It was a overwhelmingly like negative opinion. Yes, it was that's overwhelmingly true. Overwhelmingly negative. To and, the point yeah. where it was just kind of like, I don't think this is going to be good at all. But let let it be, you know, the record. The record stands that China was incredible. Yeah. Like, it literally, hands down, this was an incredible experience. We're already learning Mandarin, and we're already planning like a trip in twenty twenty one or yes. in the near future. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, I would love to come back. Literally. Mm-hmm. It was just really just amazing, refreshing also. I think I think that, yeah, but I think that, like, don't get me wrong. There's parts of this world that are probably the, the, part of the, parts of this country that are probably not the best. But that's that goes with any country you yes. visit. Right. Yes. Like you would definitely know. Yes. That there's parts in any country that aren't the best. But. We, we've here. been to a lot of cities. We went to a lot of cities during this trip. We went to, yeah. we started in Beijing. We went to Wuxi. We went to Shanghai. We went to uh, Hanzhou. We went to so many, so many places. Like, believe it or not, that's the only negative part. Is that you were backpacking. backpacking. <laughs> luxurious. So, I call it luxuriously backpacking. So the way the trip is set up is that we did two two days at the capital, Beijing, mm-hmm. right? And then after that, everything else was just backpacking. So we only stood at the hotel for a day, for one night. Yeah. Not even a day, just a few hours. You know what I mean? We're there, we're sleeping, we're heading out again. Yep. Um, And then Shanghai is the last stop where we stayed two nights again. And we're here in Shanghai now. But let me tell you, these hotels were luxurious. Like, it was very... very, So, you know, like, which is why we could do another podcast episode. Yeah, because, you know, like, we could complain about certain things about the trip, but... We were living good. I would say this that's the only complaint is that it's the just it's just yeah, it's just too much because it it starts to weigh on you. Yes. Because we've we've been on the bus for like four I could go without seeing a bus for a long time. <laughs> like, would not be worried about it. Because we were on the bus for like four hours. We were driving for hours and hours. And um that's the only negative thing is that I wish I could spend like that's the funny thing. Is that all this negativity coming into this trip and the negative thing about it is I wish I could spend more time (laughs) in each city. Yes, yes. All right. So let us know if you're interested in hearing more about, you know, the details of our 10-day trip and we will record an episode. So you could email me at thethoughtcard at gmail.com or hit me up on social media at thethoughtcard and we'll love to, uh, you know, get get it on the record um, about our trip. So... 
again, for this episode, we're really going to talk about planning a trip to China and some of the important things that we we found in this trip and things that we learned. So the first thing we're going to talk about is things to pack. Now, let me just be, I know Kyle's laughing. <laughs> let me just say that I overpacked and I've been struggling a lot uh, with just the results of that. So don't she do it. never, ever, ever underpacks or like packs perfect. She always overpacks. I do. And that's very true. So I would highly recommend to bring a couple rolls of toilet paper with you, which is very important. Why is that? Why is that? So here in China, depending on where you go, if you're a female, there are two different toilets. There's the Western toilet, which is the toilets that we know back at home, you know, the toilet seat. And then there's squatters, uh, which is literally like, in the ground, <laughs> on the floor, the, you know, the urinals on the floor and you literally have to squat. And since a lot of these toilets, they don't have toilet paper, you're really going to be struggle bussing if you don't have toilet paper, mm-hmm. um, both female and male. Um, you know, I just think it's just a good habit to just pack your own toilet paper just in case because you just never you literally when you walk into a, any bathroom around the country, you don't know what you're going to get. Um, so it's just best to be prepared. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more important for females it's it's it's, it's more. It's more. yes, it's a, a lot more important. It's a lot more important for females. Um, and uh, yeah, so make sure you bring your toilet paper. With that being said, I would also say bring your own hand sanitizer as well because you're going to be touching a lot of like, just a, you're going to be, you know, out there. So in a lot of places in the toilets, the bathrooms, they don't have soap. So hand sanitizer will be your best friend. So mm-hmm. I would say definitely pack toilet paper and hand sanitizer um, I would also recommend packing like some Pepto-Bismol if your stomach's upset. Um, and also, yeah, something to say? No, I was going to say the, the bathrooms are the only areas. Yeah. The yes. The, yeah. It's, really, it could, it could, it's, yeah. it's, it's a. The cities <laughs> themselves are clean and nice, but like once you get into the bathroom, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> It is interesting because I felt like I it, being in China made me realize how much I use the bathroom because back at home, you take advantage of it. Like yeah. you just, you know, not advantage of it. It's just a normal part of life. But here, every, I was like, oh, my gosh, I use the bathroom like five times a day. Yeah, this and, whole time, this whole tr- the beginning of the trip, she's been trying to avoid doing the squatting to use the bathroom. And I'm just, I was just counting down. I was like, I just can't wait until you run into one of these bathrooms and there's no, no options. There's no options, but you just got to squat. But if you, okay, if you guys think about it, the reason why there's a squatting is still, it's still a thing now. Yeah. Apparently from what our guide told us is that because they don't want their, they don't want their skin touching their skin the toilets. To, yeah, their skin touching the toilet. Which I, had, I could totally understand that. Which, like, if you go to a bathroom in the states, if you go, perfect example, you go to a gas station bathroom. Oh my gosh, they're just they're just disgusting. I've never run and I've never ran into a, a clean gas five star. Station. Yeah, yeah, five star. <laughs> yeah. 
So if you go to a gas station bathroom, I guarantee you, you are more often than not squatting over the toilet because you don't want. And it's uncomfortable because it's high, right? So when you're squatting, you're really like low to the ground and Mm -hmm. you have all this free range to do what you got to (laughs) do. But honestly, guys, like I said, like uh, in the beginning, I was I was like, nope, I'm going to go and use the Western. And then after a couple of days, I was like, you know what? Let me just give this a try. And then I've just been using the swatters ever since. And it's, it's supposed to be better for your digestion. Yeah, better for your digestive system. And like like we said, there's no touching of the seats by accident and which could be gross. And anyway, so yes. So we just would dive yeah. into just dive into the culture. I know. Just just, just dive. Yeah, just, just squat. I mean, yes, yes. I think, I think it took me a little bit of time. So I'm not even going to front like, oh, it just, I just, I just embraced it. No, I did take a little bit of time, but I'm totally comfortable with the idea now. Um, but again, it's really important for you to have your own toilet paper with you because you just never know what that situation might be like, you know? So that's, that's super important. I think really that's the most important thing to pack. Uh, you know, a lot of people also, when I was doing my research for this trip, recommended packing, uh, the face masks and we actually did not use it at all during our trip but we saw plenty of people both tourists and locals who use it i think it's just a personal preference yeah i mean i don't think we were i I don't think we're here long enough for it to really affect Affect us. us yeah yeah and i mean there were days and times that i saw that it was pretty foggy out but when you're just walking around in the city you don't see the pollution Mm. Like when you're just walking in oh, yeah, Shanghai walking, or something yeah. like that. In the morning you'll see it. Like in the morning, in the morning you'll see it. Up, you'll wake up and you'll see it. But it didn't really bother me. Like I didn't feel any different. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um But if you want, you could order we just ordered ours from Amazon mm-hmm. and you could bring it with you, but we didn't we didn't need to use it. I noticed it here. that there's people that came here that were sick already and they were using it. Yeah. But they they were already sick. Yes, exactly. So, but no, we didn't use it. Yeah. So those are the things I would recommend packing uh, for China. So the next on our list of things to chat about is really ment- mentally preparing for the culture shift. So, babe, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, the obvious one is like we the talked about the barrier, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, another thing is another thing that people told us coming into this is that the people would be very rude. The people aren't rude at all. Yeah. No, I agree. I didn't have any bad, like, if I had a question, people would whip out their phones and actually translate. Try to help. Oh, those those yeah. apps were so legit, guys. Like, it was so good. Literally, they would press a button and they would speak in Mandarin and it would translate in English, both in words and in a voice. And it was super accurate. Mm-hmm. So we could communicate. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't have that app, but a lot of the local people that were helping us or we're interacting with had this app well speaking of apps don't get don't like, <laughs> you're not Uh-oh. as long as you're not used to like like social media is not the same here yes there's yes. no facebook there's no no google no facebook, no gmail no google no docs gmail, no, no youtube no, yes. no instagram no reddit no reddit none of that stuff over yes here. yes so so for me personally i said to myself i'm gonna take a a social media diet. I didn't completely go fast. You did, babe. He went cold turkey um, because I actually have a VPN 
but even with the VPN, it's still not. Slow. It's still extremely slow. We couldn't even go on YouTube, so we yeah. just forgot it. And like Facebook was very sparingly because it just takes so slow to load. And unfortunately, when Kyle tried to use his VPN, it never like registered when we got to China. So we couldn't even turn so his on was, at all. I so he was like, out of com. He's yeah. you're out of commission right now. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> Everybody think I'm dead at home. No, that's not true. I've been posting. <laughs> I've been posting for you, uh, but I think it's refreshing, like not having access for a couple, you know, for these this time. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it makes you realize that it's like you don't like you don't need. When I'm it. bored, I, I usually use it. Like if I'm just sitting around and I'm just like, oh, this is like I'm trying to pass time. I go on Instagram or I'm going on Facebook and I try to pass time. But like here, trying to pass time, I'm just like you know, in my own environment, in my mm-hmm. own head, just kind of like relaxed. Like, you realize that it's just kind of, like, an unnecessary tool. Exactly. But, like, it, it's don't get me wrong. I'm not When you get here. back home, you're going yeah, to dive I'm back in. Saying, I'm never going <laughs> to hop on Instagram or Facebook again. On the gram. I'm just going to realize that it's it's not as it's not cracked up what you know what i mean yeah you can step back from it and be okay like it's life life moves on so yeah let's talk a little bit about the language because we kind of brushed off a little bit sorry the the language barrier i wouldn't say it's too big of a problem only in the sense that like we were on we were on a tour so we always had a guide that helped us if you're coming here like just you it'll be a little rough because not everybody I think most people do not speak English. Yeah, not 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 everybody speaks not English. Not even a little bit. Like they'll, hello. They'll know like hello or That's it. Hi. Yeah, that's you know? that's about like, it. But like I said, most people if if they see that you're in need, they'll they'll go out of their way to like actually whip out the phone, go on the app, the translate app that I still don't even know what it is, but it obviously translates. And they'll like sit there and help you. But don't do not let the language barrier hold you back from visiting. Yeah. It's not it's not something that will hold you. It's not an end all be all. It is yeah. it could be challenging, especially if you're someone who has uh, dietary restrictions. So if you're vegan or if you're a pescatarian like I am, or you're allergic to certain stuff. The food situation could be really tricky because if you don't know what is written it'll be hard to know if you can eat it or not so i've had to be very very careful since i don't personally eat meat i had to be very very diligent in what i am eating but at the end of the day like i found it really really great we've been learning a mandarin <laughs> don't get me started you know zao shanghao which is uh, good morning i've been literally like obsessed with learning mandarin these past couple of days but Interestingly enough, I actually bought a phrase book because that was recommended to bring a phrase book. And I literally did not even open it. Not once, like not even a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you're on a guided tour, it definitely does help to have a local person who speaks Mandarin and speaks English and could help you. But a lot of times, especially for the second half of our trip, we were on our own exploring the city or like going out to eat on our own and you can manage. Like we said, a lot of people have this app that's really incredible and, uh, you could have conversations and it's really great. Yeah. And also like it almost motivates you to want to learn how to, cause like when we were learning their language, we kind of realized that like, I always thought as like, you know, Chinese people are kind of like aggressive when they speak, but then we find out why sometimes their tones are very high or very low because depending on your tone, 
or inflection in your voice. Yeah, the inflection yeah. of your voice. It one can mean thing different could mean things. Completely different. Rather than saying thank you, you could be asking for a kiss. Like yeah, it could kiss, be kiss. Completely <laughs> different. Like, yeah, the words have several meanings depending on how you say it. Yes, yes, and they were teaching us with like hand signals, so which kind of helped us understand the way the inflections inflections work. And they don't have an alphabet. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So I mean. Like I said, don't let the language barrier deter you from visiting. You can definitely, you know, find your way and make your way. Um, it could be challenging. Yeah, not gonna lie. If you're worried about the language, just just go on a tour. Move on to the next just thing. Go on yeah, a tour, yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's that's what I would do. Yes, exactly. And we talked about the VPN situation. Like I said, I do. I would say to get the VPN. Um, a lot of the VPN companies also offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if it's not working, you can ask for your money back. But um, it's definitely challenging if you're trying to, like, be connected to, you know, all of the social media and all the things that we're used to back home. So that could be a little bit challenging. But again, not a grip, not a break-all. Like, just take yeah. a break from social media. Because <laughs> like, even if you hop on social media... Nobody's on when you're on. That's anyways. true because the time difference is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're way ahead. Yes, like no one's on. Yeah, that days. that's true. That's true. Like I said, I posted a little bit on social media, but I definitely took a diet and stepped back a lot from you know being online. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the food. Everybody wants to know about the food. Oh my gosh, the food has been literally amazing like i love the food i'm thinking actually in the beginning let's talk about breakfast first so the first day that we had breakfast here it was a little bit like culture shock because you'll have noodles rice steamed vegetables and sauteed vegetables or and then eggs and you know like well i mean we're at a buffet but like but that's what they eat. It's like, you know, noodle, like a lot of like carbs, basically. And oh, I was in heaven. Like lunch. Like you would think things that we think for lunch, like rice and noodles and veggies and chicken and all these things like that is like lunch. Like that's heavy. But it's for breakfast. Like they, it's fine. It's totally fine. And and it, I think it took me maybe a day or two to kind of get used to that. Oh, but wow. it's so good. I was used to it immediately. I, I know you were like in heaven. Immediately. I was in heaven. I was like, I got to eat all I can eat because I don't know where we're headed today. You know, <laughs> the food was great. My favorite spot, obviously, was the first spot. It was like the dumplings. Where yeah, we learned how to make In Beijing, we learned how to make homemade dumplings. Yes. And man, they were just, it was so good. Um, I wasn't with you on that part. Yes. It, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because you had to go the into veggie, the veggie, yeah, the veggie, the veggie, yeah, the veggie dumplings. But yeah, so it's really cool because when, on the first full day of our tour, they brought us to a local family's home where they literally made homemade food from scratch. Yeah, we were like, li- we were like literally in their living room, basically. Literally, literally in their living room in Beijing, and it was amazing. Like it was, the food was so so good, and it really opened up our appetite for what food is like here in uh, in China. So my favorite foods were definitely uh, noodles. Noodles. We try to have it <laughs> we had noodles once a day. day. Yeah, once a day. We had every day. Yes, and I had no complaints about a- it. And the noodles, like in Beijing, are a lot thicker than the noodles down in the south. 
as you move south in the country, they get a little bit, they get thinner, uh, which was really interesting. And I mean, it was just really good. You know, we had sticky rice, we had stinky tofu, pecking now, duck. Now, yo, yeah, well, the pecking duck was really good. I know. Your now, face, you see his face, guys. <laughs> now, don't you guys worry, though. They still have McDonald's. Oh, they still have KFC, like Pizza Hut, KFC, Dairy Queen, they have Dairy Queen. They have all these places. Starbucks. Yeah, they still have all these places. But like, like there's a, there was a couple people in the group that like refused, they were over it. They're over it. Refused to eat the anything local. local. Yeah. They wanted like Western food, which Don't, is fine. Yeah, you could take a little break from I, you know. Yeah, in my in my eyes though, it's like man, you could have McDonald's anywhere, any day. And you, you know, know what I mean? Like back home, I don't even eat McDonald's to be honest. Yeah. I don't eat fast food like that. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's better here than it is at home. Well, the cheese at McDonald's was a little questionable. I don't know. Really? It tasted. It there was, was an aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe okay. it was just maybe the fish fillet. Yeah. 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 But they still have Western restaurants. Like they still have Western food. Yeah. But yeah, we had no problems uh, in terms of like upset stomach. You had an upset stomach only I had one day. Yeah, only one day. Only one usually day. when I eat greasy food and stuff like that. That's usually yeah. because of that. But no. yeah, I had no upsets, no gas, no nothing. Like no. I just, I've, I've been really enjoying it. And uh, we also even had a hot pot, which for me is something that I struggled with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there was, yeah, I mean, just the food is fresh mm-hmm. food is very fresh uh and i really i really enjoyed the cuisine a lot it was really really good so yeah, food was amazing food was amazing all right and uh the last bit for this episode is sharing some of our favorite experiences in china and we're gonna say so far because this is not the end all be all list we're here for 10 days we got to do a lot but it's a massive, massive country. So we're only going to be able to share a couple of the things and highlights that we uh, we have. But we're hoping to add to this list in the future. Do you want to start? No, you go first. Me? Oh, okay. So I'm going to work backwards because since we're in Shanghai, we literally last night, we did a uh, river cruise. And oh my gosh. It was stunningly beautiful. All of the skyscrapers. Okay, I'm from, you know, I'm a New Yorker and New York has a skyline. We all know that New York City's skyline is legit. But Shanghai skyline is like bar none. Bar none. And this is coming from a New Yorker. Like I grew up in the Bronx. I work in midtown Manhattan. I know, you know, I've. it's not like I'm a tourist. Like I, I know. And Shanghai's skyline is fantastic. And at nighttime, the light show starts at 6 p.m. And it is literally gorgeous. You have buildings that have butterflies on them and mm-hmm. all different kinds of colors. Shows. And Sh- like, oh, yeah. my gosh. And it starts, like, suddenly. Like, because the people that were uh, walking in the city at night, it was dark. And then out of nowhere, they were just like, whoa. And just it's it's... It's like I like to describe Shanghai as like New York and Vegas infused in one, mm-hmm. but it's more an Asian than twist. That. Yeah, there's it's like more. An Asian twist. Yeah. It's like the architecture is different. It's just the vibe. The vibe is different. It's just so beautiful. The I people can't even, are so stylish. Like yeah, the people oh, are very stylish. My gosh, but like just the city itself is just. 
it's massive also. Oh, like, yeah, it's like it's 25 massive. million people living there. Yes, yeah. yes. So we're talking about the main part of the city. Financial district. Yeah, the financial district. But like you, you, it, the city's so huge. It goes yeah. on for a while. It took us an hour and 30 minutes just to get to our hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And that's like without traffic. Yeah. But um, the river cruise, how did you think? What do you think about uh, that? It's, 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 it's one of my top top experiences yeah because just it put it all in perspective it's like i thought it was going to be like shanghai is going to be on par with new york but no it's it's above because yeah it's just it's hard to describe because we have pictures and videos of it it's it's, the pictures actually look amazing still it looks amazing but it's not pictures and videos are amazing but with the naked eye you have to be there like if you if you take anything from this podcast episode go to shanghai yeah at least yeah go to shanghai at least because shanghai i felt like i was in a future like i felt like i was in a future planet or something mm-hmm. like it was just we were comparing it's kind of like star wars that planet yeah yeah it's like a, <laughs> it's like a it's just a city of light basically you know yes yes and yes. it's just it's amazing it's yeah amazing. Like, that's the only way to describe it and for us we got to shanghai in the evening time so the sun mm-hmm. was setting so imagine like you get to a city and don't really know what to expect really and like an hour later boom this this beautiful light show and you get to see all of the buildings like literally buildings that are just huge skyscrapers and i think the cruise was absolutely worth it mm-hmm. and here's a tip there's a VIP, there's VIP sections in the cruise that are absolutely worth it because you get a free beer, yes. free snacks, and it's warm down there. Yes. You could, you could actually be out, be out, or you could stay in and it's heated. And speaking of that, that's something we didn't really touch base on. Beijing is freezing. In December. This time. Yeah. In December. It's very cold. It's very much like New York. New York's colder though. Yeah. But Beijing is pretty cold. Shanghai. Not cold. 60 degrees. Yeah, 60 degrees. It does get chilly at night, though. Yeah, but there's, but like, still. no wind. There's, like, you yeah, know, it's, it's mild. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's mild. It's mild. Yeah, so that, I mean, that was really cool. I really enjoyed also the Chinatown in Shanghai, which is really yeah. interesting. You wouldn't, ex- I mean, we're in China. Why would you have a Chinatown? But the history behind yeah, it is really, yeah, yeah, is really cool. Chinatown was fun. I liked how. Was, foodies, for foodies. It is for foodies. I liked how you entered Chinatown and you it blocks you off from the rest of the city. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, if I had to pick, like, a top, like, this, like, just in general from the tour, like, the people of the tour were awesome. Everybody was, like, unique in their own way. Mm-hmm. Like, I could pinpoint people just from what's happening. Yeah. So if somebody was late, I knew who exactly, exactly. Who was late. <laughs> the if usual somebody suspects. Wasn't, yeah, if somebody wasn't eating eating uh the local food. The local food, I know who exactly those people. If somebody comes with drinks, I know who those people are. It's like I just know who's who just based off of actions that are going around. Yeah. So uh, like I can't like if you're going to do a tour, definitely like, you know, give it a shot. Yeah, because yeah. maybe I mean I mean we could have just gotten lucky because we've gotten an awesome group of people here, right? And the weather was great. The everything was everything great. just lined up really well for um, us. But I would have to say, obviously, like the number one thing for me is probably the Great Wall because that's oh, just like something yes. that I've been wanting to do Ugh. for. I got emotional. A while. I got emotional a little bit at the wall because I was just like, 
like like we were saying before, like I booked this trip to China spontaneously, mm-hmm. not really knowing. Like I just knew that China, the Great Wall of China, was on the trip, and I was like, "This is amazing." The price was great, but not really knowing what to expect. But when we got to Beijing, and the next day, two days later, we went to the Great Wall of China. It all just came together of just how amazing and beautiful like the country is, and how old it is. Oh you my know? gosh! Because the Great Wall is old, and we learned yes, and we learned that it, that one of the nicknames is like the Great Cemetery because mm, people, a, died people so it. many people died building it, but it was it was just like magnificent, like yeah. it was yeah. It's just it's just remarkable. Like it's just just to look at it. Like when we were driving to it, we were looking at it because like Beijing is like a city, you mm-hmm. know, and then we're driving out of the city, not that. It wasn't like it wasn't the yeah, it was section of the wall was pretty close, and all of a sudden the, the terrain changes and yeah. it's like mountainous and it was ugh. just like wow, like just the sight of it, like wow, we're climbing that, like oh, like and it's just like just being being able to climb it is amazing, you know, like going on the right side was like it was challenging because we have a little yeah. videos of me out of breath. <laughs> well, going on the right side was like. Because like, there's two sides. There's the right side, which is the easier side, and then there's the left side, which is very uh, steep, steep, very steep. Yeah, yeah. So it's harder to climb. But both sides, I would advise doing just for the perspective, just for the perspective and the challenge. Yeah, and it's just like just seeing like wow, these guys really built this like in an era of like. Like no a non mechanical era, like there's yeah, no machines yeah. to help them. Yeah, you yeah. know, and they built it to stop foreign invaders. You yeah. know, but climbing it, my tips are, um, bring sneakers, like bring, bring sneakers. sturdy shoes. Yeah, bring don't sturdy be doing shoes. the flip flops. Don't wear too many layers because like you know you're gonna get hot. You're gonna get hot. Yeah, because you're gonna yeah. sweaty. You're gonna yeah. sweaty. Um, it's bring a your good, camera. It's a good and testament. Stuff. Yeah. It is a good testament why you should be in decent shape. Mm, you did say that. It's th- this is the reason why you should be because you're climbing stairs and you shouldn't be gassing out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could be out of breath. No, you could be yeah. out of breath. The, like, there's a certain point. Like, if you're already tired and you're not even halfway up, and you're like doing the non-steep side, yeah, it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But. But like you don't. The reason why I say this is because you don't want to not be able to reach the end of the Great Wall because because yeah. you're out of shape. Yeah, you know that's an unfortunate thing. And the views from the top are like yeah. wow. Oh, if you do the steep side, I know I'm going all over the place. But if you do the <laughs> steep side, be aware that going up is not that big of a deal because you're not paying attention to anything. Decline. You're just trying to go up. But when you're going down, it's like a that, 75 degree angle. That ish is scary. Yeah, like that's. I'm a, I'm terrified of heights. That was like, like, that was scary. Yes, it, no, it was. It I was, felt it like was, I was yeah. almost. I was like, oh my god. Like, and you look, you look, and it's literally I like it's. Yeah, the, I went up the left side thinking I was the baddest man in the world. Like, oh, I'm climbing the Great Wall, and then I looked down. And I was like, oh, what have I done? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did I get up here? Yeah, I was like, oh no. Oh no! It's interesting the because elevator. there was a man that was literally like 
going down, but he was doing it backwards. backwards. And we're yeah, like, why is he, he doing this? Down. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's looking yeah, down, looking it's down just, was scary. Oh, it, it was scary. I and, straight up yeah. got down like a toddler. I went on my butt and I, just <laughs> my, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, and so, and again, the with the Great Wall is that not all the steps are even. There, yeah. the, it's there literally like huge, huge small, yeah. huge. It'll go small, 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 then a big one, and then another big one, and then small, and a big one. Yeah, it's like so yeah, so, uh, but yeah, ba- being yeah. able to do a podcast on the Great Wall. Yeah, we did cool. do a podcast, and that was really fun. Yeah. yeah, so it's like our, you know, our memories and what we thought at the moment will be etched in our memories forever. Yeah, we so. had good picture. It's just, it's nice. Yeah, it was, that was really it's incredible. Nice. That was really incredible. Any other highlights that you thought was really cool? I really enjoyed, now, forgive me, because I don't always remember mm-hmm. the cities, mm-hmm. but remember when we walked in the Garden City? Uh, Suzhou. 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 Oh, Suzhou Beautiful. was gorgeous. It's literally a garden. It is. It like, is. They weren't joking. Like, it there was, was green everywhere. Are you thinking about Hanjo? Or is that Hanjo? Hanjo was I the think... foresty area. Or yes. Suzhou. The foresty no, yes, area? Yes. Yes. Which one? Uh, I don't have my phone. I Which one? The, the foresty? The foresty area. The one that we, we were walking? Were, yeah, we were yes, walking. Yes. We saw the display and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was that was gorgeous. Uh, Hanjo. So we're talking about Hanjo. And uh, they have like this beautiful, beautiful like greenery. Literally, when you're driving in the city, it's just like, weeping willows and forestry and that was that was really nice yeah we just we've done a lot we've done a lot it's hard to condense it's hard to like pick like i could pick obvious things like the The great Great wall Wall. yeah you know it's it's one of the wonders of the world yes everyone knows what that is yeah Yeah. Um, but we had a lot of different experiences like we went to the jade factory so we we saw how they designed jade how they made the jewelry and different so it's funny going to the jade factory and seeing like how they design jade and all that and then going to these street vendors vendors, and be like that's not (laughs) i know that's a big warning a big warning there's a lot of these like yo hustling out here is real you think street merchants in new york or something they are no joke over here. They will follow you to the end. To the end. They will cut corners <laughs> and cut you off <laughs> in another alley and, and like try to. Because they know your something. route. They yeah. know your tourist route. They like, know where yo, you're gonna go. It's just that was it was impressive. Yeah, there was times when we were out that was annoying, but it was just it was more impressive than it was annoying because like oh you guys are hustling your butts off. Yeah, I also really liked when we went to uh, the tea, the Dragonwell Farm mm-hmm. area, and we saw. You saw pretty much like the why tea is so important in Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that we did were actually like we learned a little bit about the Chinese culture, Eastern medicine. Yes, we learned about the culture, and then we went off to go shopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so those are some of the highlights. The Great Wall was definitely a highlight. Shanghai, Shanghai, Shanghai was absolutely gorgeous. I I personally I really loved Beijing. I would love to. I would love to go back, to be honest. I feel like we didn't spend nearly enough time. The Forbidden City is massive. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, for, Forbidden yeah. City. Forbidden huge. City is so impressive, gorgeous. Um, I just wish we had more time mm-hmm. in all these places that we went to. Uh, but those were definitely some of the cool things. If you go to visit the the Tenmen Square, yeah. here's a 
no political topics. Yes. yes. Or in the Forbidden City. Yes. Zero political Keep topics. Keep it, yeah. Just, yeah. China's amazing mm-hmm. to you guys. Yes. If you guys go. Just don't, because you don't want the trouble that comes with that. And there's a lot of security in yeah. that security around the yeah. area. There's cameras everywhere. Oh, there, there are cameras everywhere. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So that is uh that is a wrap. That's China, guys. Yeah, I mean, again, like literally all the myths have been busted mm-hmm. in my mind. Well, not all of them. There were some There were some factual. Like, <laughs> but most of it, the like most kind of, of like, it. Right. Yeah, the most of it. The hog spitting. Okay, we did we yeah. did. Yeah, that was That's very common here. It's but it was men and women. Yes, we did see some impressive women. <laughs> yes. Just, yes. Just a, a big loogie. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Not even caring. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's a lot that we could get into. Like, let us know if you yeah. There's just so yeah. much This is all scattered because we're just chilling over here. Right we're in now. the hotel room. We're in the hotel room. We head chilling. Out. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to give you guys a podcast like we did with uh, Disney, Disney yeah. Universal, and because you guys love that. You guys really did enjoy those Disney episodes. But it's hard. This trip is harder than that. It's one so much longer. It's so much. It's so much to longer. Unpack. And there's just so much information that I kind of want to tell you, and I can't but not overwhelm you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly, this podcast could easily be two hours long yeah. of information. Joe Rogan style. Joe Rogan style. Yes, yes. Yeah, he, he's like two to three hours long. It's ridiculous. I mean, we, I mean, we could do it, but just have to know that you guys are interested. Yeah, but yeah. there's just there's just so much information. We have even touched base on how everything's different from city to city. How, like... Things we learned. Things we the learned. Culture. The, the culture. The way, like... The songs. The songs, <laughs> the laws. Yeah. Like way of life. The way of life that they live. Oh, we learned so much in Wuxi about like Wuxi mm-hmm. people and oh it's just mm-hmm. so much. There's a lot there's a lot. Lot to unpack here. But overall, I would say that if you're thinking about coming to China and if this inspired you to come to China, if you're like see pictures or read my blogs or listen to this episode and you're like, you know what, China sounds really interesting. I highly recommend it. Like I wholeheartedly recommend it. I think, I think it will surprise you in a very, uh, in a good way, in a really good way. Um, and that's coming from two reluctant people. Yeah. <laughs> I got to throw a kick on the Great Wall of China. Yes. So that's pretty big. Cool. Yes, that's was, pretty cool. It was very, very cool. All right, guys, that is a wrap for today's episode. We are going to go to bed and prepare for our long 15-hour flight journey back to the States. Which also isn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad either. It wasn't that bad. Well, I'll tell you about it if... This one might be You're different. like a salesman. You're just like, I'll tell you about it if you yeah. hit this subscribe is, is, and download yeah, the if podcast. You subscribe, I'll tell you if I change my mind. This one might on the be return. different. Yeah, on, on the return. return. Yes, yes, yes. No, this was really great. Thank you, babe, for being my lovely co-host. Of course. As usual. And uh, that's a wrap, guys. Talk to you guys when I head back in the States. And if you have any questions about China or you want to know more, you could follow me on social media. I am at the thought card on facebook instagram and twitter you mm-hmm. sound like you had something to say oh no i was just gonna say i'll see you guys in may probably Ooh, yes we're not gonna tell you where we're going in may yeah. it'll be a surprise yeah. <laughs> all right guys talk to you soon bye